0: HD one Pella, Des Moines. It's time for you to choose not one, not, one not, two, not two, but six of your favorites. It's why we call it Pick Six. Starting now on Laser 103.3. Brought to you by the all-new Ram 1500 at Southtown Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Indianola. My in-studio guest, co-piloting six songs of his choosing, is Luke Spiller of the Struts. In town tonight at the Waterworks Amphitheater. Welcome figured we'd begin with one of your own. That's technically not, I suppose.
1: And your cover of Dancing in the Street. What's the story behind the recording of this, Luke? Well, funny enough, it was one of those opportunities that a lot of groups, sort of an artist, find themselves in, where we had someone reach out to us and say, would the Struts be interested in tackling this song, putting their own spin on it? We have an idea of what we would like it to sound like. And they gave us the the Van Halen version. And... At first, I was like, oh, God, really? You Mm -hmm. know, I I mean, I'm a big fan of the original. I've always adored that song. So at first, I was kind of like, "Mm, I'm not sure. But then as soon as we got into the studio and we started working on it, I was like, "Okay, this is cool. And then what I did was I mixed up a bit by really injecting the spirit of the original song vocally into what was the Van Halen version, which was a little bit more straight, and I think because of that, it's it's become something which is a lot more unique. And then our, we were happy with it. I was great. Then we sent it back to this company and we didn't think anything of it. We were like, because we've done things like that before and we've never heard back. Anyway, like two months later, we found out Dodge, who requested it, the car company, was like, not only do we love it, but we want to run it on our new commercial going out this summer. And you know what, Like while we're there, would you, would you guys like to make a video for it? And we were like, wow, fantastic, let's do this. So it, it became the opportunity that just got bigger and bigger and bigger than we've ever expected. So. Something you never would have expected. No. Yeah, absolutely. Um, seeing
0: Mick Jagger and David Bowie cover that song back in the day, uh, growing up, mm. as it were, does it make it that much more difficult knowing that two legends like that could tackle that song? Do you feel like... Wow, how could I top that?
1: You know? I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I, I don't honestly put myself under that pressure because there's a thousand covers of it, mm. and we could just be another group that has just done one, and I, I see what you mean. It's lovely that you think it's a notable version that it might go up there with like the two or three that already exist, but I, I, you know I just thought. Let's just let's just give it our best. I mean, I I love the Shreds version of the the Bowie so and good, the Jaguar right? the, with the feet like all you can hear is the and breathing they're like, <laughs> and the <laughs> and they just like,
0: calling
1: out. I'm so around. glad you brought that. Oh, up. I love it. I absolutely love it. We I mean, while we were recording that, we had that in the background and we we did think at the very beginning like because it goes digga, digga 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 digga. Do we put like do we sample the 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 oh. feet like and I go. <laughs> and then it, uh, you know, but it never made the cut. You oh, know, That's a once in a
0: lifetime thing, mm-hmm. probably. Yes. Well, it is a great cover. I'm, I'm a big fan Thank of you. it. Happy to make it part of this uh, presentation here tonight. Luke Spiller of the Struts is my co-pilot this hour. More with him coming up in just a bit. But let's hear that take on Dancing in the Street. Done by the Struts on Laser 103.3's Pick 6. everything that rocks laser 103.3 pick six with my in-studio guest Luke Spiller of the Struts playing Waterworks Amphitheater tonight with the Glorious Sons and your rendition of Dancing in the Street. Let's talk ACDC. Yes. Uh, One of the greatest hard rock bands of all time. Rock and roll train of the
1: entire ACDC catalog. Yeah, See I mean okay admittedly I'm more of a Bon Scott era kind of guy. I I. I adore his voice. Uh, his lyrical content was always fantastic. Something that has been probably recreated or <sighs> tried to be done a lot since then, but no one's kind of like ever tackled it the way he does. Um, even Brian Johnson, he, he's fantastic. I, I, I love him. I mean, God, they're the only band I can think of that re- has replaced a singer and managed to find two amazingly unique voices. And great front men simultaneously 100%. Um, but that song, the reason i i I chose this is because for the last what four years um, the the man who does our sound, uh, a man by the name of j three who is superb and and is basically i think is one of the biggest reasons why people keep coming back is because we sound so immense, and he always. I don't know how to describe it to sort of like someone who's listening, but when when your sound guy enters the venue, he kind of like tunes the PA to the room. Right. And a lot of people have reference songs that they kind of blast through the PAs to 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 equalize it and get the most out of the sound system. So there's two songs that he always um, he, he brings out. One's an Aerosmith track for like the high end but for like the drums and the guitars he always plays every day acdc rock and roll train so it's basically become the soundtrack of us like arriving at the venue hearing that song like blasting out through the system and just sort of having that feeling of like here we are let's do this you know and it's a great chorus as well man no doubt about the hook yeah the
0: struts more like freight train as opposed to passenger train i would say absolutely full speed ahead we look forward to tonight's show at the waterworks amphitheater alongside the glorious Suns. more of luke spiller and his pick six still to come acbc on laser 103.3 everything that rocks laser 103.3 pick six this evening courtesy of my in-studio guest luke spiller of the struts up next now you don't know this but i'm a massive queen fan as you are lifelong i absolutely love the song you've decided upon here yeah a night at the opera is quintessential queen yeah
1: so what is it about lazing on a sunday afternoon for you i think sonically it's just fantastic It's quite hard to kind of put that album into one or two songs, really, because, as you know, it's incredibly diverse. Like, a lot of um, Queen stuff, especially the early albums, like the first sort of five or six. And for me, it was the song that really grabbed me on the album. I know it's got Bohemian Rhapsody on it. It's got, you know, like, Sweet Lady. But that one... And well, it's always a tie between lazing on a Sunday afternoon and seaside rendezvous, mm. because I think for me, I grew up in a Victorian seaside town, and when I discovered Queen, for some weird reason, it just resonated with me, and that kind of um, kind of I, I I don't know how to call it. It's kind of like posh rock. It's like it always reminds me of rock and roll in a Victorian era. And that for me really excites me and it always has. So I just love it. Every time I hear it, it reminds me the first time I listened to the album from start to finish. And I remember hearing that song going, wow. And then it ends after that amazing little solo. And I'm like, genius absolutely great and rolls right into i'm in love with my yes, car you yes. know the
0: sequencing of that album is so brilliant i mean among the brilliant things queen did in their mm. career to you know, begin that album with death on two legs and then to roll into something completely different yeah. like lazing on a sunday afternoon uh an underrated metric i think that you know bands that nobody pays attention to is how bands sequence their albums it's true
1: funny enough I was listening to "What's the Story, Morning Glory," which you may know was recorded in the same studio as "Bohemian Rhapsody," uh, on and, and on a night at the opera site. And it's quite funny that they kind of approach that album in the same way. They have like excerpts from a B-side called "The Swamp Song" that come in and out. There's a lot of production sonically happening from one song to the next, and it's it's. I love listening to albums that are an experience, and it's something that I would really love to do having you know having not had enough time on our own albums the last two to sort of like really do that it's been so recorded in such a hectic kind of fashion it would be great to really sequence songs like and work them from one to another and create little things and transitions and things like that because honestly that's what we do live all the time Mm -hmm. it's it's one transition from the next we've got like a a six song medley that lasts eight, eight minutes or so we, we we enjoy that kind of thing. Well, we're enjoying this Pick 6,
0: courtesy of Luke Spiller of the Struts and Queen on Laser 103.3. I go off to work on Monday morning. Tuesday, I go off to honeymoon. Everything That Rocks, Laser 103.3, Pick 6, this evening, courtesy of my guest, Luke Spiller of the Struts. Excited to have them in town tonight at the Waterworks Amphitheater. And have you, Luke, here in studio, guiding us through six of your favorite songs? A lot going on with the Struts off air. We were just discussing our love of cool tchotchke stuff. Did I hear correctly? You've
1: recently teamed up with the Funko Pop folks. Yeah, we. Um, they came to one of our shows and we just hit it off straight away. And we just started talking. And th- they approached me like soon after, saying, "Would you know, Luke? Would you like to be made into a, a rock pop?" I was like. Of course. 100%. Let's do this, you know. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's coming back. It's, it, I, I got the last revision, like, um, a couple of weeks ago. And, and I, I demanded that my boots were gold and my microphone was gold. And then I was like, and then you're ready to go. So, of course. So it's, it's ready to go. And it, it's, uh, it's actually on pre-sale at the moment. So if you go on the website, type in, like, Luke Spiller The Struts Rock Funko Pop. It should come up, and you can pre-order it. I'm going to get one, and I'm going to put it right
0: oh, next yeah, to my, th- my three Freddies that I've mm-hmm. got. Which, by the way, were impossible to get a hold of. I bet, yeah. They were impossible. John, no problem. Yeah. Roger, no problem. Yeah, Brian yeah.
1: even, no problem. I've got one as well. I've got the uh, the mustache. Yellow jacket? The shirtless oh, one.
0: 82 Hot Space Tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. With,
1: the, with, the, with the red trousers. That was 82. The little for hairy sure. chest. Yes. He actually sits on my piano. Does he really? He stands on piano, and then I'm going to... I want to get like a little rock kind of um frontman committee that just stare at me when I'm singing and playing, <laughs> just saying, don't f*** up, you know, do a good job, come on.
0: <laughs> oh, you can't beat it. We're excited to have you here tonight with the Gloria Sons. Yeah. Uh, boy, you guys must get along pretty well if you've extended this tour out we as long do, as you man, have. We do, man, we do. They're lovely guys.
1: They're lovely guys.
0: Between you, the two bands, you are in a
1: 0.000000001% of human beings that are both open for the Rolling Stones that's true yeah man they just did it didn't they the other day and yeah we've done it uh like three for three or four times now but all the human beings on earth we have two bands that have opened for the stones not many you know what i speak i think because we work we both work very hard on stage and i think um i think it goes a long way and i think it's, it's something that not a lot of bands do and even if they're doing it maybe the music isn't totally come from the heart or soulful enough. So I think we both have that in common. I think I think they're great. I think listening to them, you know, some they got some big songs. Mm. Big songs. And some new ones on the way. Sounds like you may as well. Yeah, we do, man. I'm, I'm getting masters kind of back. Not masters, but I'm getting like rough mixes as we speak from the 606 sessions. And, you know, wh- what they will become, I have no idea, but it's kind of just the beginning of the creative tap kind of like turning on and you know just seeing what happens being on the road is hard enough Mm. so when you get like a burst of like something coming we just have to kind of take those four days off in between the next tour and and just get in the studio and get it down while it's still exciting wow
0: we're always excited to get new music from the Struts. Sweet. Thank you so much for taking the time. This is a great conversation. Thank you, mate. Yeah, man. Cheers. And we're only halfway through. Stick around the second half of Mr. Spiller's Pick 6 coming right up on Laser 103.3. Summer means summer saving. This is Laser 103.3's Pick 6, a very special edition brought to you by the all-new Ram 1500 at Southtown Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Indianola. My in-studio guest is Luke Spiller of the Struts, and we're playing some of his all-time favorites this evening. Up next, the Beatles. And you know how I can always tell a real Beatles fan? When you're asked to pick just one, and you go and pick a gem like, hey, Bulldog.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny enough, I I, I have a friend called Kyle who is in, in a band called um, The View in the United Kingdom and he is a religious Beatles fan um, to the point where you know, we were a little bit drunk talking about it and he was like you're not a real Beatles fan he's, he's Scottish and I was like nah, you know, I am you know and he just started going well, name me eight songs from this album and you're put on the spot and I was like uh, uh, he's like see, you, you, got, you got to think about it you're not a real Beatles fan but the, the thing is I admittedly I I came and jumped on the Beatles train probably a little bit later than probably think people think I uh, I probably would have. It was only until I was about 20 21 when I started really digging deep and listening to a lot of the stuff and I I wouldn't say like I'm an absolute fanatic like some people. Some people wake up they they brush their teeth to the Beatles, mm. they they go to sleep you know, listening to them um, because of the sheer amount of fantastic material that they have, I can really fully appreciate it. Um, but after that chat with Kyle, my friend, <laughs> I've kind of been made to believe that I'm not as big as a fan as I thought I was. But this song I particularly love. I, I love John Lennon's like quirky lyrics. I, I adore the piano line, and I, I love the. Uh, it's almost like an extra snare that's brought in on You Can Talk To Me it just goes just comes in a little bit and it's sonically I just think it's so exciting to listen to and I love it I love hearing the panning as well it's so different from anything that you listen to now like when the vocals are in the far left and then when the chorus comes in it mixes through the middle and then goes to your right ear you know it's, it's just great Kicking off the second half of this evening's Pick 6 with Luke
0: Spiller of the Struts and the Beatles on Laser 103.3 More of this evening's Pick 6 on Laser 103.3. Luke Spiller of The Struts, kind enough to join us in studio prior to tonight's big show at the Waterworks Amphitheater and talk tunes, including Sir Elton John. Your choice, Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love this song. I'm a big Elton fan. There are, there are a lot of songs I could have picked, but I thought, you know, I'll give it a nice, good, upbeat one. Yeah, I, I, I adore Elton John. I think... I think the, the way that he writes music is super inspiring and, and another exercise that I know that myself and the band have kind of tried to do. And I think we're going to try it more, especially because I'm good at making melodies and I'm good at improvisation and scatting over the top of riffs, but lyrical content is really more my, my forte. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I, I'm very much a narrative kind of songwriter. Right, making stories and things like that, or, or characters. You know, I, I especially love doing that. Which, again, Elton John was, you know, or you know, his his um, songwriting partner Bernie was was especially good at. And this song was inspired by uh, the lyricist, where where he used to grow up in a northern town, and it was a working men's club, and you know. <laughs> used to just kick off every Saturday night and they'd all get drunk and then they would all fight. So it was based on that, you know, and, and what a track. Sounds like uh, an American film called Roadhouse if you've ever seen that one. I haven't seen that, no. <laughs>
0: Patrick Swayze in his heyday. Oh, really? Sam Elliott in his heyday. I'll have to watch that. It's yeah, man, really, really good. You're, the scene you're describing, no matter if it's overseas or domestically here in America, is very similar. Well,
1: so. I, that's another thing that I find inspiring about Elton is how... Like us, his journey's been quite similar, where we really haven't had a lot of success in the UK, but the Americans have just really embraced us. So, did you watch the film? Of course. I thought it was fantastic. I liked it better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Me too. Absolutely. I mean, look, from one Queen fan to another, like, I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought Rami's performance was, was great. Spot on. Right? I mean, it's so hard. I mean, what a character to take on. But... I just, I just thought that the the Queen movie could have gone so many different avenues, and and I think it's great that it's really turned a lot of people on to the music of Queen, and of course Freddie, because you know they and he only deserves it. But the Elton film was like it felt true. It felt it, it felt even more true to itself and Elton. It was it was fantastical. It was it was camp. It was funny. It was tragic. It was brilliant and the way that they carried the songs through the narrative i thought was so tasteful
0: i got a jolt of electricity through me watching bohemian rhapsody yeah but watching rocket man i actually got emotional yes in different ways absolutely so that was the difference for me and why i actually put it on a little bit of a pedestal above bohemian rhapsody just in terms of biopics yeah like you i think everybody should go see rocket man it is that good Pick six with Luke Spiller of the Struts and Sir Elton on Laser 103.3. Wrapping up this evening's Pick 6, a special edition with in-studio guest Luke Spiller of The Struts, who I've really enjoyed visiting with over the course of this hour. Your sixth and final pick, Luke, before you got to head over for tonight's show,
1: is Thin Lizzy's Jailbreak. What a killer this one is. It's definitely one of their best-sounding songs. Again, sentimental reasons. I was in a school band, and that was one of the songs that we used to cover. And there was a festival in Bristol where I grew up uh, called the Ashton Court Festival, which was a big deal. If you play that, then, you know, you're you're on the way to the big time. And we, we opened up with that song, followed by like a bunch of our mediocre material, you know. Um, but it was great. And it was at that time I was getting really stuck into Thin Lizzy. I had uh, whiskey in a jar on tape, cassette tape which had another one of my favourite songs called Little Darling. I know that one. Oh, so good. And I, was, I, was, I loved it. And then I brought the DVD of Thin Lizzy live at the Sydney Opera House, which, funny enough, a lot of people seem to think that my crowd interaction is, is heavily influenced on Freddie, which to an extent it is, but when i heard phil linott doing what he was doing at that concert i just like straight up stole that like i started doing it like the next day the ba 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 baby and then the whole crowd would do it i was Love like it. wow and i think he was a fantastic frontman absolutely great
0: and only the only reason he's really underrated is because his lifespan was so short
1: yeah yeah and it's a shame because they worked so hard to get to where they were and, and unfortunately kind of you know threw it away for reasons you and I both know and mm-hmm. and uh, but God I mean he had so much left to give like uh, Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds I, I adore that musical and Phil's part in it is the mm. priest and his song it's called The Spirit of Man and oh my God and, and it's like okay he's singing on it this is cool but then suddenly the Thin Lizzy guitars come out of nowhere and it's just oh it's, it's great it's great. I love that song. I might have to go listen to it after this. Never a bad choice. In fact, your entire list could be
0: inspiration for what should be a great show tonight at the Waterworks Amphitheater. As we wrap up this evening's Pick 6 with Luke's filler of the Struts, then Lizzie on Laser 103.3. Tonight there's
1: gonna be a jailbreak somewhere in this town.